Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm a flag-waving, patriotic, nephew of my Uncle Sam, a rough-riding, fighting Yankee man. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group and Companies. I want to remind you, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com or download the Odyssey app. You can listen live or podcast of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay up to date with all the show updates. We're very pleased now to be joined by Senator Dr. Roger Marshall. Doc, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you for joining us again, my friend. John, it's great to hear your voice. And, boy, do we got a loaded show for people. It's been just a... <laughs> Just an incredible couple of weeks in my life, and and I just am so grateful to share some of these experiences of the past couple of weeks with Kansas. Yeah, you you just returned from a trip to Germany and the Polish border. Tell us a little bit about what you saw while you were there. Yeah, John, and you know, we went over with a group of ten senators, bipartisan, um, stopped in Germany, but probably more importantly was the the uh, Poland-Ukrainian border area. And, John, I, I would share this. We saw the worst of mankind, but we also saw the best of humankind. And I want to talk about the positive first. What the Polish people are doing just warms your heart. They have welcomed over a million refugees, and we visited one of the – I'm going to call it a welcome center. You know, it really was a refugee camp, but they turned it into a, this huge mall into a welcome center gave people food, clothing, cots, and spiritual help, mental health, uh, dentists and, and doctors and nurses, everything that you could think of. They were helping these folks. Uh, half of the Polish families have taken a refugee into their own personal homes. And then beyond that, the Polish uh, government, the people of Poland, have opened up their train system to help get people uh, anywhere that, that the train would reach all across Europe and for some people buying plane tickets as well. So that's just absolutely uh, just what's warmed my heart. You know that I've done medical mission work across the world. Yeah. And I've, I've never seen such a just an outpouring of, of hope and love. But just so they were so efficient, most people spent less than three days there at the center. I'm just uh, so, so honored to be 
uh, to be able to witness that firsthand. I saw an interview earlier this week that you did with, I think it was Newsmax, where you said that you felt the Ukrainians could actually win this war. Yeah. Uh, but what do you think it would take for that to happen? Yeah, John, well, it's going to take our president to get off his hands, and I'm being nice. Uh, <laughs> we, we've been, we've been, his decisions are just always a month or three late. Uh, we didn't have to be here, and but I'll, we'll come come back to that later. I, I do have hope. I do think it's possible that Ukrainians could push Russians out of their their land. Uh, they're pretty much pushing them to a stalemate on the ground, but they're just getting the heck bombed out of them. And we should come back to that and talk about just the horrors of that of the bombing. But if we could get the bombing to stop or be able to neutralize the missiles, so they didn't need missile interceptors. They need more military aid from the United States. The people that we talked to that live in Ukraine that came over to see us, and these are their members of Congress and other diplomats, said they had seen minimal weapons from the United States yet, a month into this, and minimal weapons. So they have to be armed and continuously supplied. Uh, we've been training in that Ukrainian army with U.S. military folks for years now, and they're doing a heck of a job. You know, it just seems like, and, and I know the, the anatomical part you were referring to, it, it does seem like he is sort of feckless in this. I mean, I just saw the interview, the, or the rather the speech the president gave earlier this week where he said that, you know, sanctions are not intended to deter, and yet for two months that's all they were talking about was sanctions that were intended to deter. I talk about leading from behind. It just it makes no sense to me. And I just don't know what more we can expect out of this administration. Right. You know, I'm so disappointed in the president's uh, comments after the NATO reunion there with some 30 people. He had the chance to come out guns blazing and saying, we're going to stand behind the Ukrainian people. But instead, what I'm being told on the ground is that the White House, the Pentagon, is actually thwarting efforts to get aid, military aid, into Ukraine. They're slow-walking everything. And now they're quietly telling the Ukrainian people, hey, just give up. It's hopeless. You know, you can't win this. These folks have been fighting for freedom for decades from, from those Russian communist uh, suppressors. So I'm, and, again, I'm so emotional about this, having met uh, and just understand the Ukrainian war that they've had. They've tasted freedom. You know, their parents, their grandparents grew up under the, the evil hand of the Soviet empire. They've tasted freedom, and now they're having it taken away from them. But this president gave up our strategic advantage the moment he walked into office. He made us strategically uh, dependent upon Russia energy-wise. And, of course, Europe's always been strategically dependent upon Europe energy-wise. Uh, just totally gave up every strategic advantage. And instead of forearming the, the, the Ukrainians, he waited till the bombs went off. Like, oh, my gosh, what a surprise. We had the intelligence that knew that this was coming. Uh, so he slow-walked this from the beginning, and he's continuing to slow-walk it. It's horribly disappointing, and just a shake in his voice. There's just no confidence, no leadership coming out of his voice. Doc, you know, a lot of people speculate on this. Do you think Russia does this if Donald Trump is president? Hell no. There's no way. I mean, Donald Trump was such a wild card. He didn't know what he was going to do, but you knew it was going to be big, and he wasn't going to tolerate this nonsense. So, you, so, you know, this the guy that we're dealing with in Russia, um, 
what, what can we say about him? He's a psychotic bully. And the only way you deal with bullies is stand up to him. Think about even, let's go back to John F. Kennedy, the Cuban Missile Crisis. How did he deal with Russia, the Soviet Union then? He stood up to him and said, get these missiles out of this hemisphere, or there will be World War you know, III at the time as well. So you have to deal with the bully through strength. Uh, peace through strength, that's the message. Everyone's crediting Reagan with the peace through strength theory. Actually goes back to President Eisenhower. He's the first one that spoke about it. And then President Trump, by his actions, a bully only understands actions. They don't understand words. And for what, what Trump did when he uh, took out some terrorists, well, why the Chinese leader uh, was sitting at the dinner table, I think will go down in the annals of history. Yeah, you're right. And, I mean, Joe Biden wouldn't even take a hard line when asked about Russia's possible use of chemical weapons. So it, 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 you're right. It, it, it's that lack of leadership, the indecision, that I think shows how weak he is. We're, we're talking with Senator Roger Marshall. Doc, switching to some domestic policy concerns, the president this week warned of food shortages in America. Is the White House doing anything? I mean, we've got supply chain issues, inflation gas prices, playing chicken a little, uh, we're not seeing much of anything out of the White House to help with any of this stuff. Yeah, John, this is another crisis created by Joe Biden. He create, He's creating this food shortage uh, right now, and we've been preaching this message for months. So first of all, we've, we have increased cost of fuel and increased cost of fertilizers, and those increases are all on the back of Joe Biden. So we can't get our crops in the ground. We can't get the fertilizer in the in the ground right now to grow better crops. So it's going to lead to decreased production. Uh, the nitrogen-based fertilizer, which wheat is so dependent on, has quadrupled because of the price of natural gas. And the price of natural gas has increased because of Joe Biden. Uh, Joe Biden has disrupted supply chains. Uh, so much of the supplies of, of the other fertilizers we import some from Russia, some from Belarus, Ukraine. Joe Biden's created all of this. And the United States, we're going to have food. It's going to be expensive. But the rest of the world, uh, there'll be critical food shortages for the next two or three years unless Joe Biden changes his policies. The, uh, the other main news story, obviously, that dominated certainly the latter part of the week was uh, the confirmation hearings your office announced on Friday that you were going to vote against the confirmation of Judge Jackson. I fully support that decision, by the way. Can you tell us why you came to that decision? Yeah. So, John, this is a very thoughtful decision. I, I did my best to, to listen to all the all, all the stories out there and, and reinvestigate the situation. We're like, we just voted against this judge a year ago, and now we had a – second bite at the apple. So getting to the quick of it, one, she's weak on crime, and number two, she's a leftist political activist. You wait and see, mark my word, when it's all said and done, she'll be the most left Supreme Court justice we've ever had. You know, basically, she wants to be a senator. She will empower the White House. Whenever there's a Democrat president in the White House, she will empower the White, empower the White House. If you have a Republican like 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 Donald Trump, she's going to do everything she can to thwart him. And I think if, if we've got the time, we need to break down both her soft on crime as well as her political activism. Yeah, the activism part is what I think really her 
that's what scares me about her. I, the soft on crime is pretty obvious in her sentencing, but the fact that she, we all know that she knows how to define a woman. The fact that she wouldn't, it just belies her her true left agenda and the way she views policy, in my opinion. Doc, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. She really does have, I mean, set aside the fact that she can't identify, or, you know, won't define what a woman is, she really does a, have a horrendous record of soft-on-crime uh, sentencing, right? Yes, John, and it goes way beyond that. But I want you just to think about the policy and the culture of this White House and who this woke mob is. So first of all, they wanted to defund the police. They're allowing riots. They're allowing looting. And they, that's not pulling very well. Guess what? Americans no, don't yeah. like that. So so now what they're going to do is they're going to try to impact this through the uh, through the judicial system. And I, I want Americans to go back and just see how soft on crime Judge Brown truly is. Everyone's talking about the pornography. We can come back to that. I think it's been well publicized. But I want America to recall that this is the judge that took down President Trump's uh, trying to expedite the removal of illegal aliens. Yeah. Some, so she was uh, – somebody sued President Trump over that. She's the judge that said President Trump could not do that. And then she was overruled later on as well. So she's soft on uh, illegal immigrants, and then she's also soft on, on war criminals. So this is the judge – that helped get released some of the war criminals from Guantanamo Bay, and now now those folks have significant leadership uh, in terrorist organizations. And then the child pornography. Don't let the woke mob and the left media fool you. What they're going to say is, oh, her sentencing was in line with all the other federal judges. Well, first of all, two wrongs don't make a right. All the yeah. federal judges need to slam the door on this pornography business. On child pornography, it leads to some horrible, horrible situations. I had no idea how bad the human trafficking is uh, in this country, and I think the child porn people are big are this part of that circuit. And then, and the last part about her sentencing, it wasn't just that she's at the at the lower than normal standards, uh, the guidelines, but she's also below what the prosecutors are asking for. So she was like two standard deviations <laughs> below these other federal judges uh, as well. She is weak. On crime. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right, Doc. Yeah, so this she's also very woke. I, I just don't know yeah. what other, other adjective or verb to describe it. The fact that she can't describe uh, what a woman is, I think that's just a reflection of her of her uh, being so woke. And then and then you know the other question is can a 20 week uh, baby feel pain? A 20 week baby that's not been born yet feel pain. And I think that's well-established science by now, <laughs> that really at 15 weeks a baby can feel pain. And for her just to punt on that, I think, is just a, uh, how little she credits, values uh, the sanctity of life as well. So she's very woke, a uh, political activist. Woke is a great way of putting it. Um, I know you're on the road. We've got to let you run here, but I've got a couple more. I, I thought you tweeted out something last week that caught my attention. By the way, I, I love your Twitter feed. I follow it. It's at Roger Marshall MD. But you shared that Democrats claims that they're rolling back COVID mandates and requirements, yet they continue to vote to keep them in place and prevent Americans from returning to normal. I, I thought this was under control. If that's the case, why are they clinging to power? Right. 
So, you know, John, again, the hypocrisy here. So evidently the pandemic is is over at the border, but they're yeah. not, on air, not on airplanes yet, right? So they're going to drop the, the, the pandemic health issue so that they can uh, get more people to cross our border illegally, not make them go back. But you and I have to still wear masks on the airplane. Uh, the, the, the science just does not support the decision already. Anthony Fauci out there saying another variant's coming. Well, indeed, of course, another variant's coming. There's another flu season coming. There's another round of cold coming. This particular variant, it spreads more easily than the Omicron, but it uh, evidently has less uh, it, it's morbidity. It doesn't make people as sick. Uh, listen, we need targeted therapeutics to help those people that are vulnerable. But the good news is 95% of us have some level of immunity uh, to the different COVID viruses coming. Uh, Anthony Fauci just can't stay out of the limelight. He can't let go of the power. He wants to be a king. Yeah, it, it's sad. I'm glad you mentioned the domestic flight issue. I saw the CEOs, 10 airline CEOs that have called on the White House to drop the mandate. I also saw the photo of your colleague, Senator Warnock, who wasn't wearing a mask on a flight, despite the fact that he voted against the effort to repeal it. So, you know, again, it's do as we say, not as we do. Right. <laughs> this is a hypocrisy. It is it is a, uh, a law that's, or a rules that are impossible to enforce. I mean, kids don't wear their mask right. You, I don't wear the mask right. Uh, what good does it do? For us to wear the mask, but take it off for 15 minutes to eat or to go out or to go to the restroom, you know, where the kids go and they, you know, you know what they do in, in grade school. I don't know about your guys, but we'd go to the restroom. It was pretty much a, um, a little pushing and shoving going on in there. And you go to, got, you go play soccer in the gym. Anyway, it's, it's just a, it's a fallacy. It, it doesn't work. It's theater. It, it really is. Well, Doc, I, I really appreciate you yeah. joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure. If folks want to get in touch with you, I think the best way probably is marshall.senate.gov. And, again, your Twitter feed is at RogerMarshallMD, correct? You got it, John. Marshall.senate.gov uh, is a great way. And folks can, no matter what their, their concern, their question, their problem is, we get thousands of people reaching out to us every month. We uh, try to get back to with everyone within a week. We don't always have the answer to your question. We haven't solved your problem, but I can tell you we keep track of those phone calls and the texts and the emails, and we'll keep doing that. Uh, Doc, I appreciate you as always. Uh, you're back home and uh, drive carefully, sir. Carry on the fight, my friend. John, thanks for having me. I'll be taking your calls at 8:45, but coming up after the break, Jonathan Butcher from the Heritage Foundation will join us to discuss why their organization praised the passage of the Parents' Bill of Rights in the Kansas Senate earlier this week. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We are all on this planet together. So join Odyssey and find your one thing. With warmer spring temperatures, hang your clothes to dry outside instead of using the dryer. Join Odyssey, and together, each of us doing one thing makes a greener tomorrow. What's your one thing? Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. Weight Loss Seminar Saturday, April 9th at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott Airport in Wichita, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration, 1030 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration, 1.30 p.m. 
Glenn Beck. The thing about Mike is the left is gunning for him. He's running in this caucus against a Republican who voted, or I I can't say I know that they voted. I know they worked hard uh, uh, against the um, Down syndrome abortion bill. You're a Republican and you worked against the bill to stop aborting Down syndrome babies? What are you, crazy? The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. Don't forget, if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find a link to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And make sure you like and share the John Whitmer Show on Facebook. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer. Those are the best ways to stay informed on all the show updates. Little Pink Floyd, another brick in the wall. That's just good, good classic rock song. You gotta love it. So earlier this week, the Kansas Senate passed Senate Bill 496, a bill to protect parents' rights to review curriculum and school records for their children. Parents' rights to participate in school board meetings and students' rights to be protected from discrimination in classroom instruction. Heritage Action, a conservative organization who we've had the pleasure of having on the show a couple of times, with over 2 million grassroots activists nationwide, including thousands of Kansans, released a statement from their executive director applauding the Kansas Senate on the passage of the bill. Joining us now is Jonathan Butcher. He is the Will Skillman Fellow in Education at the Heritage Foundation and the author of Splinted, Critical Race Theory and the Progressive War on Truth. Jonathan, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Jonathan, the statement from your organization reads in part, as bureaucrats at the federal, state, and local levels try to reduce the role of parents in their children's education by hiding information from them or barring them from school board meetings, Kansas is fighting back. If you read the media coverage, however, coming out of Topeka, and I got a slew of press releases in response to the passage of the bill, they think this bill is an all-out assault on teachers. That's the way they're portraying this. That is utter nonsense. What is really happening, and in the school district in Topeka, for example, they have a policy that says that educators can and should and must Keep information about a child's decision to try to trans become transgender from parents, to not inform parents. They have a policy actively limiting what parents know about a, a vital decision that has serious medical implications for a child long term. The, the important thing, I would say, in addition to that, in this proposal, is that it also rejects the racial discrimination that is inherent in critical race theory. So this Parent Bill of Rights does both. Well, and things like critical race theory, even down here in Wichita, Wichita Public Schools had 
CRT. It had the Black Lives Matter curriculum. It had the 1619 projects. Those were all approved course curriculum materials. It was all available on their website. And then folks like myself, uh, state legislators, started to inquire about it. And then all of a sudden, the link on the on the school district's website went went dark. So it's still approved materials, but you can no longer access it online. So they obviously know people don't want this being taught, being accessible to teachers and being taught to their kids, but they're hiding it. They, they just are trying to make sure that parents don't have access. And in response, like, for example, the Human Rights Campaign, which is a radical left-wing group, they called the bill Education Censorship. They said that it tries to erase and marginalize people and, you know, I've read the bill, Jonathan. When did increasing transparency become censorship? When, when did that have anything to do with erasing people? There is nothing in the text of this proposal that says that information uh, curriculum should be withheld from anyone. Thank you, yes. In fact, it does the opposite. It says that parents should be partners with schools and teachers over what children are being taught. And if a teacher feels that that is a threat, then that says something about that school, right? If a school feels it's a threat to partner with parents over what is best for children, then there is a serious disconnect between what that institution is doing and what families really need. I mean, they're worried about oppressing voices in the classroom. What about oppressing the voices of the parents? Because that's what this is about. They're trying to prevent parents from holding teachers accountable and at the same time holding their kids accountable. It's hard to hold your kid accountable for their work if a parent can't be informed on what the curriculum is, what the assignments are, what their what their children are supposed to be learning. Absolutely. And look, these ideas are, are happening around the country. I mean, proposals to give parents the ability to see what their children are being taught are being considered in places like Arizona. Uh, they've already been in front of lawmakers in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania, uh, Georgia, South Carolina, and elsewhere. I mean, this is really an effort, I would say, of responsibility on lawmakers' part to uh, provide a, an, a key element of transparency uh, over what children are being taught. This, it's not like this is uh, unpopular, too. A, a December poll of registered voters here in Kansas who are parents or grandparents of school-aged children found 88% believe that a parent should have the primary say in their child's education. I mean, who, who are the opponents to this representing other than, say, the, the teachers' unions? I mean, it really seems like that's the only folks who are going to oppose this because they don't want the additional transparency. Well, and we conducted a poll at the Heritage Foundation two years ago that found that Parents, as well as a subsample of school board members who we polled, they do not want students taught that America is systemically racist and that racism defines America. They want it taught that slavery was uh, something that conflicted with America's founding ideals, that it was something that was abhorrent and that has uh, no place in American culture, but that America is defined by freedom and opportunity. These are the concepts that in polls voters and parents are saying, this is what we believe the American identity is. And in my book, uh, like you mentioned, Splintered Critical Race Theory and the Progressive War on Truth, I talk about this poll and others that show that we do want students taught, right, the good and the bad, 
about American history, including those things that were uh, so contrary to our founding ideals, uh, but we also want to give students hope, right, about the American dream and that it belongs to them. I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned, though, that you, know, that you want that taught because so many of the parents that are the folks, not the parents, so many of the people who oppose this claim that we don't want it taught. People who support these ideas, it's not that they don't want slavery they don't want america's warts taught they just want to make sure that they're taught in context we have not i mean i've never heard anybody say they don't want slavery taught they just want to make sure that it's not put in the context that says we're all a bunch of racists and that our whole core history is all about racism and those things should be taught right it should be taught that slavery was contrary to what is in the declaration what is in the constitution right we exactly. should teach that the jim crow era was an era that um, also was a betrayal of our founding ideals. But then we need to have an um, authentic conversation about the Civil Rights Act and the Civil Rights Movement, right? These were seminal events in American history that changed both the legal perspective as well as the cultural perspective on the issue of racial discrimination. And look, critical race theorists say that um, – uh, the Civil Rights Act only succeeded because white people were preserving their power. I mean, that's the cynical view from Derek Bell and, and Richard Delgado. I mean, this is what they've written this. Yeah, it's and yet and yet it, it took Republicans to help pass that. But let's you know, they, they want to whitewash that aspect of it. This is um, one of the things that I think people forget about this is teachers want parents involved here, too. And that's why I think the unions are are no longer really representing teachers. They're representing themselves. I read a, a poll of teachers conducted by Ed Week Research back in November showed that a clear majority of teachers agreed that parents should be involved in selecting curriculum. So, it, again, it just comes back to I don't think that the people who are opposed to this are doing so for the right reasons. They're just trying to preserve their power. That's right. And we need to protect students. Right. I mean, this issue of racial discrimination through critical race theory is real, as is the very frightening prospect that a school would not tell parents when a child is making a decision about changing their trying to change their gender uh, and uh, at school. And that that's a frightening thing because there yeah. eventually are medical interventions that that uh, get involved. And if a school is hiding this from parents, you're leaving out the closest people to a student's life. Jonathan, the last time we had you on the show, you talked about Heritage Action had launched a Save Our Schools initiative. Uh, how's that going? I think that all of the work that's been done this legislative session, um, especially towards um, uh, these parent bill of rights and uh, giving parents uh, back really what is truly theirs, which is the ability to be in control of their child's upbringing has been very successful. I think that parents are recognizing um, the threat that is posed to them, uh, and I think that it has uh, become an issue, hopefully, I think, for the fall as well. Well, and I think parents are finally waking up. I, maybe this is a, a, good, a good benefit, shall we say, a side effect of COVID and everything that happened with lockdowns and masking and everything as a positive side effect of that, I think parents are finally getting more involved in school boards, in particular in school board elections. Hopefully this will be a positive side effect of that. 
Uh, if folks are interested, they can find more information at heritage.org. And you're on Twitter at JM underscore butcher, correct? That's right. Jonathan, I appreciate you, brother. It's always a pleasure having you on. Thank you again for joining us and for what you're doing. Carry on the fight, my friend. Thank you. We're going to pay a few bills. And when we return, NRA State Director Travis Couture Lovelady will try and explain why some in the legislature are opposing efforts to pass the Eddie Eagle Gun Safe Program. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Patrick seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. Weight loss seminar Saturday, April 9th at the Spring Hill Suites by Marriott Airport in Wichita, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration begins at 10.30 a.m. Stop smoking seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration starts at 1.30. A brief warming trend is heading our way over the next few days. Overnight, partly cloudy, the low 38. Monday, mostly sunny, 72 with southeast winds of 5 to 15. By Tuesday, though, breezy, lower 80s around. Also, a late-day thunderstorm chance as well. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. At a pro-Ukraine rally at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., a message from Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky was played to the crowd. Russia is trying to defeat the freedom of all people in Europe, of all the people in the world. It tries to show that only crude and cruel force matters. This as Russian missiles strike Lviv, a city along Ukraine's border with Poland. These are the closest attacks to the center city of Lviv that we have seen since Russia first invaded Ukraine. All this also taking place the same day that President Biden spoke in Poland. He was still about 240 miles from where I'm standing. Still, Lviv is just only about 45 miles from Poland's border. The strike hitting an oil facility and a factory, both of which were linked to the military. Fox's Alex Hogan, America is listening to Fox News. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Stephen Ted Mornings. Add a slick marketing slogan to some overbidding at an auction and you end up with a huge home sale. That's what happened in Oakland, California, where a home billed as the worst house on the best block has sold for nearly $2 million. And the listing didn't lie when it called it the worst house on the best block. The windows are boarded, paint peels off the walls, and its foundation is unstable. But as one commentator did note, the place actually has parking space. What a dump. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. If you ever miss an episode, shame on you, but you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show, God and Guns, little Leonard Skinner. That's a, an appropriate song for our next guest. Senate Bill 522 would require the Kansas State Board of Education to develop a standardized curriculum for firearm safety education that would be available for Kansas public school districts. Now, the key here is the decision whether or not to offer firearm safety education would then be left up to each district. So it's not mandatory. Joining us now to discuss the bill is NRA State Director Travis Couture Lovelady. Travis, thanks for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. John, I appreciate you having me on. I think it was, heck, about a year or so it was on last time, so it's good timing. <laughs> well, you know, we, we're, making a, we're making a regular thing about it. We just got to make it a little more regular than once a year. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely gets busy this time of year. I'm sure. Speaker, so that, that's I'm sure. We well, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah, you're. You've got. You know, 
and I'm glad you mentioned it because last year I think we probably were talking about the same bill. You know this is personal yeah. to me because this was kind of – I love this particular bill. Uh, and, and it passed the legislature last year but ultimately was vetoed by Governor Kelly. The core elements of this bill are – you know, essentially the same. They're based on the NRA's Eddie Eagle gun safe program, which for any of my listeners who aren't familiar with it, it simply puts, you know, teaches kids that if they encounter a firearm, stop, don't touch, run away, tell an adult. I, I, you know, <laughs> this is one of those head scratcher bills, Travis. Why are liberals so afraid of that basic gun safety, you would think they'd want every kid to know, look, that's basic, right? Yeah, it's unfortunate. It's it's such a partisan issue and a you know, fear factor for them to crank up on us. It's too bad. You know, all the, all the attacks in the committee from the anti-gun crowd were aimed at Eddie Eagle as just NRA's way of trying to condition children to be a <laughs> – future gun owners and sell more guns and well as you know that's that's total nonsense it's just trying to stop accidental uh, tragedies with kids and guns it's, right. it's just a way to protect children from and the more they know the more they're able to 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 do in these situations because it unfortunately does happen well these are the same people that want kids to have condoms you know in, in fourth grade so uh, but but the, I'm glad you mentioned that objection because we do hear from the opponents that it's a recruitment tool for the NRA. But, I mean, it, this teaches pre-K through fourth graders what to do if they encounter a gun. It doesn't teach about guns. It teaches, you know, gun safety. It teaches don't touch it, go run away. And, you know, the other one that we hear from the opposition is they don't want guns in our schools but there are no firearms involved in the Eddie Eagle gun program, right? Yeah, no, no guns at all used in the curriculum. Yeah, that's it's just so asinine. It's just I, I, and trust me, I, I know none of nobody wants these situations. Obviously, it's tragic when they occur, but kids are going to encounter firearms at some point, especially in a state like Kansas, where we're a proud Second Amendment state. Why not? arm for lack of a better term these kids with the knowledge of what to do in case they encounter one and you know if i recall correctly the program was developed by a task force it's been a few years since i carried the bill but i mean it was you had educators and administrators and curriculum specialists and i mean there was a whole bunch of folks and it's been in place for over 30 years right yeah yep 30 years and 30 heck of Get closing in on 35 now, I believe it's it's just coming right along. So it was uh, originally came up with by Dr. Lisa Ramos of the University of Oklahoma, which had decades of research and work on this and just training people on how to teach this to children and in a way that they can remember. And it's, it's all about creating a message that resonates, you know, because it's got to keep it simple instructions they can understand in a way they can remember it and it's a it's, it's trained thousands of kids on what to do in these situations well and and you know whether or not they want to emplace or want to you know put the program into their curriculum that's the other thing is it leaves this firearm safety education program 
up to the local districts. So the, the legislation doesn't mandate it. It just says if you're going to do something like this, we want a uniform curriculum so that we don't have a district that's bringing guns into the classroom or some left-wing program that's going to say guns are bad and we should outlaw guns, yeah. right? You just want a uniform curriculum throughout the state. Yeah, absolutely. And and the other half of that of that bill is the hunter safety aspect right. for, for the older kids. Because like you said, Eddie Eagle is only for the younger kids. And after that, you want to start talking about, about safe use of firearms and, you know, you know, they attack the the whole bill for wanting to promote the NRA. Well, Laura Kelly's secretary over there at the Department of Wildlife and Parks implements the NRA Hunter Education course that's free online right there as you jump on the homepage of the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks website. So yeah. they're, all, they're already doing this, and it was just a way to work together for between the Department of Ed and, and the in the Department of Wildlife and Parks to, to get this into the schools so they could actually have more on-hand training for that kind of thing. So and that's the hunter education part is, I mean, it's literally using what the state's already doing. It's encouraging folks yeah. to hear novel concept, get adequately trained. I mean, it's just, <laughs> wow. I, I just, all along, I, I think what you've got here is you've got the anti-gun mafia that just anytime something that has, you know, gun legislation, no matter what it is, comes up, they have the knee-jerk reaction, we have to kill it regardless of whether or not there are any merits to it. Yeah, and, and ironically, at the same time we're talking about this, Colorado it has up for final reading tomorrow in their Senate, uh, which is controlled by Democrats, after already having passed the House controlled by Democrats, where they'll send it to a Democrat governor, uh, the Hunter safety piece. This. So they're about to pass hunter safety in the schools for in Colorado, which is entirely ran by Democrats. So where does the bill stand now? Where where, where are we sitting? I, I didn't follow up. I didn't happen to ask Dan Hawkins when we had him on the show earlier. Where's it sit right now? Well, of course it was it was vetoed last year, um, so that that language is still out there. Um, plus, we have the fact that the like you said, Senate bill. 522 has been passed out of the committee and is sitting there below the line in the Senate. So all that is is uh, still something that can come up at any time during the rest of the, the session and into the veto session. Well, you know, if folks are interested, if, if they I've had calls on this and I posted information on the Eddie Eagle program on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page, immediately got people saying, oh, this is great. This is good information. First off, I would say if folks are interested, they need to reach out to their state senator and state rep and encourage them to bring the bill out and, and vote on it. And if Laura Kelly's going to you know, veto it again, let her. That's just one more brick that we can, you know, one more anchor that can weigh her down in the November election. But they can also find information at eddieeagle.nra.org, correct? Absolutely, yes, sir. And then, like I said, on the other half, the the uh hunter safety piece we have that on our on our website um and we also have that like i said on the kansas Department of wildlife and parks website yeah i was gonna say they could just go to laura kelly's own parks and wildlife site (laughs) yes exactly and so there's wonderful information on on all those programs online and if you sign up for our alerts uh nraila.org 
And if you get our alerts via email, you'll uh, get all that in your email as, as things progress. Any kind of movement on this issue, we certainly send out alerts as timely as we can. That's actually a good idea because that'll let folks know when they need to, hey, the bill's up for debate or the bill's up for vote. Call your state reps or your state senator to let them know. Travis, thank you again, brother. Appreciate you as always. Carry on the fight. I and mean, the Second Amendment is one of those core fundamental principles we have to defend, my friend. Absolutely. And we're doing it every day here, so I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Thanks as always. We'll take a quick break, and then we want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. Sean Hannity. We got a vice president that gets serious questions and giggles. Okay. A friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> now, of course, creepy, bizarre giggling is nothing new for the vice president. You're considered the most liberal United States senator. Somebody said that, and it actually was Mike Pence on the debate stage. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of giggles. Anyway, Sean Hannity. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Oh, oh, oh. There it is. The holy grail of Christmas gifts. Gift wrapping your news. Christmas is awesome. Stephen Ted Mornings. Give me some presents. Well, you mentioned, too, that it's the Feast of the Annunciation, which means that Christmas Day is exactly nine months from today. Nine months from today? Christmas. Just around the corner, Ted. <laughs> right. How many well, shopping days? We have, I, I can't even adjust to spring yet. I told <laughs> off on right. that. Hey, buddy. Merry Christmas. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. <laughs> This is the Sean Hannity Show. I still can't make sense out of the fact that we're begging OPEC to increase their production of oil. We imported 600 and some odd million barrels of oil from them last year. We're asking the Saudis to increase. They don't particularly like us either. A lot of these OPEC nations don't like us. Now, as part of this idiotic Iranian deal, we're going to import oil from the mullahs of Iran that are desperately seeking nuclear weapons. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Glenn Beck. Same problems happened in the 1920s and 1930s, and people said Hitler's got a... Remember, Hitler was Time Magazine's Man of the Year in 38 in a positive light. People said, yeah, he's got answers, and they're good. No, read his book. He also has some significant problems. That's what this book is. This book is the modern era Mein Kampf. The Glenn Beck Program, mornings from 9 until 11 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The only place you'll find KNSS radio online is through the Odyssey app. Download it now. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Russia launched a missile attack in western Ukraine, relentless shelling of civilian areas. Sean Hannity. Russian forces have failed to encircle Ukraine's capital city. Now, Russia's military performance has been incredibly pathetic. Stay up to date on the day's friction. You can expect the carnage to increase as Putin desperately looks for a way to save face. Sean Hannity. You can't Afternoons at 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. 
Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. As always, you can listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS radio. And make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. I, I, I see, Dave, that uh, Chuck has dropped off, but looking at your note there, he wanted to talk about you know the cost of living and whatnot. Uh, I, I, you know... <laughs> He's right. Uh, it's expensive to live in, in Joe Biden's America. Trust me. Um, a, which uh, look at this. Look how good I'm segueing here, which which reminds me to, you know, plug the putting for the patients. An annual Mayflower Clinic golf tournament. You know, if you've got first off, it's fun. You go out there playing around a golf with your buddies. But it's a great cause. It's an opportunity to give back to your community as a fundraiser for the Mayflower Clinic, which does, you know, fantastic work uh, for patients that, that really need it. It's coming up on Friday, April 15th out at Tallgrass. If for more information, go to mayflowerclinic.com to get you some information on Putton for the patients. But, you know, Chuck was right. I, I mean, it is expensive to live in, in Joe Biden's America. Um, it's tough. I mean, I, I spent 57 bucks to fill my tank this weekend, and that was with the Dylan's member discount. So, <laughs> yeah, I know. Ed, you're on the uh, on the John Whitmer show. Okay, well, I just tuned in. That uh, commenting about guns and things like that. I'm 85 years old, and I, when we were eight, 10 years old, we go down to our uh, friends' houses. Yep, they had guns all over the place. There'd be a rifle in the corner, you know. And oh yeah, we didn't, and uh, we had no problem. When I went to summer camp as a kid, one of the activities, you know, you could go whitewater rafting, you could go horseback riding, or you could go rifle ring. You could go and shoot rifles. I mean, it's, look. You, you, could, carry, you could carry a gun anywhere. Right. And uh, I, think, I think North High had a rifle club. They did. They did. This whole thing has gotten out of hand. It's, Back it's, in the 50s. You, you need to teach kids basic gun safety. The, the kids aren't the problem. The guns aren't the problem. It's the criminals that are the problem. That's what I'm saying. The guns didn't go crazy. The people did. Yeah. I, I, so. you're, you're right, Ed. I, I know ex you're preaching to the choir, brother. I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you know, thank you for calling, by the way. Thanks for listening. It, that's the problem, Dave. I mean, it, it's – I remember that. I, I remember yeah. shooting when I was a kid. I, I don't right. like to kill animals because, you know me, I mean, we, we freaking three dogs and – we, you know, we're, my wife won't, well, she shoes the flies out of the house. I mean, she won't kill, yeah. you know, but beyond that, I've shot at pigeons. I love to play paintball. I mean, I just, I love yeah. guns and, and, you know, I mean, I have an A plus rating with the NRA. I'm one of the few state legislators that have an A plus rating. Yeah. Well, I remember buddies in high school, John, that had gun racks in the back of their pickups yeah. and there were no school shootings. No, thank you. Exactly. You know, it's, we've saturated a whole generation with violence, and now we're wondering why we have this issue. And the frustrating thing that I have with all of this is they're punishing the legal gun owner. You know, the legal gun owner isn't the problem here. It's the criminal. And no law yeah. that you're going to pass, no gun control law, red flag law, anything like that, is going to affect the gangbanger or whoever who's going to, you know, that's just the sad part about the whole thing. So, oh, well, it is what it is. Folks. 
Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Make sure you tune in next Sunday. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.